0: We better figure out an intro soon because we're, we're going. We're going? We're going with this? this we're going the with it. here. There was a firefight! They gave you the old meat stick. Yeah. <clears throat> me, 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 me. No, 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 no. Fa, sol, la, ti, la, la, I don't know the words. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, la, ti, do.
1: Yeah. That's how we get ready for this show. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Sam. I'm Tom. And it's November. It's Yeah, it means no shave November.
0: Or apparently no nut November, yeah, according to you. Yeah, it's something
1: I just found out about, too. I I lost that one already. I, yeah, I don't People make things up And it's just They become things I don't know
0: Yeah People make weird things I mean Every day is a goddamn National holiday of something
1: Yeah yeah And I don't that. get
0: off work for it So it's bullshit holiday S-
1: Speaking of, of things You don't get off work for I just don't understand Why we don't get off for voting I feel like voting Should be a national holiday So everyone has a chance To to get to a poll and To vote. go and
0: do it. It, it would make sense. Don't like uh, schools get off for voting day? Well,
1: that's because, that's because <laughs> people, day. that's because strange people are coming into the schools to
0: vote. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is it's why it's th- a public place. That makes sense. <laughs> that's why they, they yeah. are off. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. They can back on that. Because <laughs> yeah, we used to work the polls and well, I never did, but pe- yeah, kids used to work the polls so, and shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of the, um, oh, what the, the student
1: government yeah, would student do a lot of stuff.
0: Junior or honor society. All yeah. That
1: bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hopefully you went out and voted yesterday, putting your uh, opinion on some issues. Uh, I know there's some key issues out there, at least here in Ohio, um, which I assume most of you are here in Ohio. If not, then hi from wherever you are, and let us let us know where you are exactly. But yeah, hopefully uh, you vote wherever you're at too, because it it's important. Always important thing to do.
1: Also, uh, fun things. I so I listen to a lot of podcasts um, while I'm at work and whatnot. And I, f- I didn't realize this, but there are... I think it's Ohio and Georgia or Texas. One of those two. Have a... Uh, if you don't use it, you lose it law for voting. Yeah. Like if you wait too long to vote, you actually... They, they, they
0: remove your, your ability to vote, you'd have to re-register? I don't blame them in a way, but it would really suck if you went to go try to vote and then you were unregistered finally, like if you finally went out to try to vote. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And just people don't do it enough and they need to do it. Yeah, I know I've true. been guilty of it in the past, not voting, but yeah, I look back and I'm like, oh, I was I was a fucking dumbass at those points in my life though. And so I can't uh, justify a lot of the things that I did. And so not voting is not one of those things I could justify either. Right. So I'll just corrected by going and voting every other time i can from now on right yeah
1: i've definitely missed my uh my chance to vote in the past as well i i did i did flex my ability to vote this year though so that is a good thing i voted
0: be happy people
1: good you were early I was. It came I, early. Absent, absentee ballot, ballots are a great thing.
0: Yeah, I I highly suggest other people to do that. Um, I forgot to fill mine out on time this year, but there's a voting thing right down the street from my house, and I'm just going to take an early lunch and go there before most people hit it, so I'll be good to go. Nice. And plus gives me a little bit of time to read up on uh, some more of the issues and whatnot decide which way I want to go on them. Makes sense. Don't want to vote and be... Ill, ill-informed no no that's probably even worse sometimes than just uh not voting at all depending on the situation and what you uh put down your answer for in some cases right because like issue one's pretty big here it's about um pretty much about the drug crisis and the opioid crisis that we have in ohio i need to read up a little bit more on it to see where i really stand on it but uh, a lot of people say vote yes on issue one so we'll see uh after i do some research and see what it's all about makes sense uh other than Doing your due diligence for voting. What else have you been up to? Well, not too much. Uh Orc Codex finally dropped at the first weekend of November, outside of October. It's orc November Sammy. Uh, well, apparently orcs have <laughs> like a sixty-day month in the <laughs> calendar, some bullshit. They're, and they're... that's what was said. And so it was actually technically orc, still if, or still November if for October, if you uh counted by the orc calendar but then would it even have been october yet <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. when does their is their october begin and end it's just... yeah yeah so i bullshit answer but yeah it's out and it's great i played my first match the day it came out against a uh new guy who's new to the uh cleveland 40k scene came and just moved to ohio from virginia and so he's just getting back into 40k eighth edition i'm actually playing blood bowl with him He's the first person who kept, yeah, kicked the dwarves' asses. But yeah, so we uh we played a game of uh, 40k, at just a thousand point match because he's getting back into 40k, and then I pulled out just a thousand point list of the orcs. It was a lot of fun. There's a lot of stratagems that allow you to do very interesting things with the orcs. Now, there's the typical ones of the ones that let you just deep strike in like uh, you get put on a teleporty pad and you get to teleport in nine inches away from anybody. So it's like anybody else's deep strike. But there's also like stratagems that allow you to have a unit inside of a uh, transport, go pull up alongside of another vehicle and strike outside of the uh, transport they're sitting inside of. And do damage to the vehicle that the other transport hit, which you couldn't do before. You could only shoot out of vehicles, not melee out of vehicles. There's another command point stratagem that allows the vehicles to actually ram other things and uh, go into melee combat for mortal wounds. You charge something, and instead of doing a two-dice charge, you do a three-dice charge. And if you were successful, you roll a d6. On a 2+, plus, you do d3 mortal wounds. So I'm smiting on charge <laughs> with a vehicle only once a turn unless it's open play. So that's pretty fucking sweet. And then the cultures that they came out with for the orcs are just great. Like, I played the Death Skulls. And the Death Skulls have the 6-up and vulnerable save for all their units. All their infantry are also secure objective infantry. So even uh, heavy support ludas or elites like the commandos can uh, secure objectives from any of your non-secure objective units. So it's really hard to pull them off of objectives and uh, points on the battlefield. Also, they get to re-roll one hit, one wound, or one damage roll per unit per turn. So that's a lot of rerolls that orcs get in shooting, and that is great. But orc shooting was really, really, really increased by the rule. Daka, daka, daka on sixes, you get an extra hit in, or you get to roll an extra hit. And that caused me a lot of crucial hits. That caused a lot of crucial damage that did very good in the game. Uh, so I was very happy with how the orc 8th edition codex played out so you would say it's well worth the wait oh it is well worth the wait i think orcs have became my new favorite army i love uh i love the ultramarines and they will always have a place in my heart but uh the orcs it's their time to shine it, it it's their time to shine a lot of the units got a really good upgrade stomp is shooting a lot more shots out and he's about the same point cost and he pretty much tripled his output of shots it, it's pretty good i i can't wait to play some more and we really report back more on it but everything i see i really like that is good to hear oh um,
1: yes i'm excited to to play against you with them at some point because i want to see what uh what this might be like
0: you know to have that oh it's gonna be like facing a green tide yeah i i can't wait to play some infantry armies i can't wait to play all the different cultures because there's so many different synergies that i see within the books to do for melee armies for shooty armies and that's a crazy thing you can build a valid shooting army i think with uh the orcs, because one of the cultures, the free Buddhas, which are the pirate orcs, get a plus one to their shooting, Shooting, or I think it might be plus one to hit overall, if a unit killed another unit that phase. So if one unit goes and kills another unit, 24 inches around that unit gets a plus one to hitting. Pretty boss. Orcs now hitting on a four plus instead of a five plus with the amount of shots they're getting. There is a lot of things that are shooting 18 shots apiece. It's uh, pretty ridiculous. Like, I was flying around a plane that was shooting 18 shots at strength 6, AP minus 1. It was hitting on 4s because it was a DACA jet. And as long as it shot at the same thing with all its weapons, got a plus 1, really, really hurt. There was something else that I was shooting that also got 18 shots, and it was just ridiculous. Just to be able to be like, yeah, the standardly shoots 18 shots, Mm so here's a pool of dice and yeah there's a lot of sixes i get to reroll more hits oh that turned into more fives and sixes great uh we're hitting with like 10 of these now where normal orc shooting you'd be hitting with like six right so it's great nice how did your epic battle uh the lunderdome go though <laughs> i was excited about that as soon as i <laughs> saw alex post said uh what would you call it the uh it his was very punny and it was um
1: yeah he was he was throwing his jabs at, at saying I called him out on the podcast you did I guess yeah I mean, I threw it out there. it's just because I, I was we were playing we were going to play a game, so uh-huh. and, I, and I'm not going to be like, I'm going to lose. I don't want to do that No, understandable. so anyways, uh he did that i then uh I, I then felt the need to respond, so I did it stopped there although i had some great other ones that would have been entertaining to to do yeah.
0: which i'm not gonna tell you because if, if this ever happens again i'm gonna make sure to use them <laughs> i'll call it pre-game banter that's what i'll call it because i couldn't think yeah. of what you would call it for like <laughs> boxers going up against each other and when they do that uh face-off or whatever but the uh pregame face-off banter i, I enjoyed it immensely i was <laughs> laughing my ass off <laughs> Yeah, I did my best
1: to channel my uh, my inner uh, like attitude era wrestler when I did mine, <laughs> very Ric Flair esque. I think that's the same <laughs> thing Alex was going for, and it worked out so great. It worked out epically. So, but as for the game itself, uh, I got over there. I set up my my army. He set up his. We did a. We, he asked me what gameplay we, w- we wanted to play. I said I don't care if you got the cards, we can pick the cards. Otherwise, I can roll off and we can pick a random thing that way. I guess so I grabbed two uh, d sixes. I rolled. We counted it off. And we ended up on uh,
0: Ambush, which uh, I guess a narrative play. Yeah, narrative attack and defend play game. Yeah.
1: So we did that. And then we rolled off. I was, I was like, all right, let's roll off. A uh, winner can choose which side they want. They want to be attacker or defender. Well, I, I won the roll off. So you were an asshole. <laughs> so I, I picked what is technically considered the attacker because... I'm I'm attacking, I'm the person ambushing him. So yeah, I was I had to defend essentially one side of the board, and Alex had to take his marching army and march through
0: my, my tyranids. You you mean his defensive
1: army. His defensive army to march through my tyrannit and uh, get off the off the board. The his winning conditions, I believe, was something along the lines of he had to have one-third of his total power level. Uh, make it to the end and get off the field to be a, to be considered a, a victory
0: form which that can be hard when you have so many i i don't know what he brought but i'm guessing it consisted of fire warriors battle suits and well i know you told me about the battle suits but the rest of it was probably ethereal fire warriors and pathfinders yeah yeah there's the ghost keel oh, um, too. I yeah the one battle that. suit the, the stealth suits yeah a number of other uh suits yeah, the infantry was just not going to be making it off the other no. side of the field. So, to Alex's credit, uh, one he put up a valiant fight. I will say that. Oh, he's a great—he is a great general. Yes, of the Kami uh, forces of the alien race of the Tau. But and also to
1: his credit, though he didn't—he che- could have cheesed a victory out of it, um, more than likely, or he would have come very close to cheesing a victory out of it. So he could have mantis striked into the backfield to be fair I, I was close enough to the backfield that had he have done that i would have focused fired on some stuff and and he probably wouldn't have gotten all of the points he needed right there but it would have given him a good chance uh but he so he didn't mantis, he didn't mantis strike in the back and then just walk off the next turn so kudos to him for for doing that he didn't cheese it
0: yeah i uh, gaming group i'd say at least the local friends group and even extending outward uh to the cleveland group we're very non-cheesy when it comes to something like that. I'm usually the person
1: who who notices the cheese and then I point it out to the other person who can actually do it. For example, your um, oh uh, your your shield wall, your moving shield wall thing. Yes, it, I, I I pointed out that you could. It was long enough. You could have actually <laughs> taken two points with it. Oh yeah. Uh, same thing with Alex. I pointed out like, so could you actually do that? I mean, I had my stuff was already set up. Like I had my conceal set up already done. I'm like. In theory, could you actually Mantis Strike back here and walk off? He's like, I probably could, but I don't want to cheese it like that. I'm like, that's eh, fair. It's uh, a valiant thing to do. He did, yeah. He did drop uh his commander back there. His commander did some good damage, although uh it, it did
0: it managed to kill the exocrine and then promptly get destroyed. I, I heard he had the fusion blades on the commander. He did. Those are probably my favorite one of my favorite relics in the Tau codex, I would say. Yeah. Um there's a couple others I really like, but man, I love those fusion blaster blades. It actually turns the commander into a valid melee unit mm-hmm. outside of being a drop it in and uh, pretty much be a suicide assassin. Right. Because that's what its job really is here in 8th edition. So my first two turns were for
1: Tyranids were fucking amazing shooting. Okay. So probably like average, but it was great for Tyranids. I brought 30 Termagants with me. And four warriors, one of those warriors being a gunner, my Tyranid Prime, my Hive, my Flyrend, uh Exocrine, and Tyranifex, seven Zoanthropes, and two uh, Neuranthropes. The first turn, um, Alex's stealth suits who deep-striked in got murdered. They were the closest thing, and they were just visible enough that I had no choice but to smite them off the field,
0: <laughs> yeah, that happens. So smite being on the closest thing really makes it choose the closest. Yeah,
1: thing. it wasn't what I wanted to hit, but then he, he pointed them out, and I went, "You're right." And I can just, I can just see them enough that I have to shoot them. Yeah, dude,
0: smite for the win. First I, off, it's really the best way to take out stealth suits too, because they have the minus one to hit. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, smite like for that whole game was
1: was definitely clutch for me. I. I didn't miss many of those shots and then towards the end like the our fourth round our fourth turn I had a couple of uh critical smites one of them was on a single drone so that was super useful and then the other one was on the battle suits and finished off the battle suits behind it that was really useful the Tyranid Prime giving first off the Tyranid, Tyranid Prime doesn't take any negatives for his shooting for his hit rolls and he also boosts the warriors so using the 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 tyranid prime against his ghost keel and his uh stealth drones that were, were tagged with it yeah to give it that those extra minuses i was able to kind of cut through that pretty uh, relatively easily i mean it took me like three turns if i think about three turns before i finished it off but
0: ghost kills a tough model to get through
1: yeah it's it, not easy it took me i think it took me like three turns to get through so i, mean, I say i say relatively it, it helped helped with that process and then like I said, the Termagons, that's the best shooting i have ever had. There were so many, so many well placed shots. You could say
0: there was a firefight? There was. But I think it was the second turn I murdered all of his Pathfinders. That's that's bad. <laughs> it's bad for the Tau. It's the best thing to do against if, the Tau, but it, it's bad it, for the Tau. And say
1: if it wasn't the first turn, it was definitely the third turn. All of his uh his Pathfinders were just destroyed. And then following that up at the end of the game, he was left when he finally conceded. He was left with two marker drones out of all the marker drones, all the pathfinders he had. That's the only thing they could marker still was two marker drones that were by his ethereal. They could help a little. They tried to um,
0: that fourth round. They just whiffed on their shots. It happens. <laughs> they don't have great BS to begin with.
1: But yeah, Alex had a had a real shit deployment and uh I came out on top. Yeah, he had the cards stacked against him. He did. And like I said, he he fought valiantly.
0: I mean, had things been been flipped around, I probably would have lost. So, the dice were in my favor. It would have been interesting to see the things flipped around because it doesn't make sense for the uh the tyrants to try to be escaping the tower really. Right. They would go and fight to the death, but it would be interesting to see how that would have turned out.
1: Yeah, I I I feel like I, I, unless he actually marched forward, I would have had a good chance of lobbing shots across the field and doing a good amount of damage, but I, I think I still would have lost because I wouldn't
0: have been able to get off the field. Yeah, because, I mean, like the Exocrine and things like that, they're not getting off the field. Right. Yeah, they're they're, they're moving six inches or you, something Most of, like of my that. army yeah. moves like five, six inches from what
1: I had on the field. The only thing that moved a great distance was the fly rent. everything else was five, six inches. So I've been like, advance, advance, advance. Go, go, go pray for a charge that worked
0: yeah sometimes that's what you got to do <laughs> like that that would have probably been my only chance uh, i had a couple of charges fail with the orcs but it still worked out in the end uh in my game <sighs> the orcs they just they tore things apart uh I'm, I'm definitely excited at some point i'm sure me and alex will play again
1: so i'm sure there'll be more 40k tomfoolery and uh pre-game banter fights things that that will probably end up doing i told him i was like i had a few other things and i i would if you would have put up another one i, I had ideas <laughs> he was like i thought about it but i thought my first one took me too long to so do it i was like fair enough mine, t- mine took me like 10 shots just to get that one video yeah i
0: was wondering how long his took him <laughs> he said
1: he's like you probably made it like a, a dozen less than i did then <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that could not have been easy i know i i can't act for shit and i would have just <laughs> broken apart and been like all right now i gotta just do this in segments and edit it right because i'm good at that
1: I, mean, I was i didn't want it to look like that i mean mm-hmm. Afterwards, I've probably kind of figured out a way that it, I might have been able to make it work well in, in an edited uh,
0: video, but I was just trying to do it in one shot to make it as easy and easy and clean as possible. Understandable. I still got some ideas if I ever need to do one of those. <laughs> It'll be fun. It would be fun. So anybody who wants to call me out, feel free to call me out for a match of 40K. Or don't. Yeah, nobody's calling.
1: I don't, I don't hear your phone ringing. No, it's not at all. Yeah. So that, you know, that was my game. Outside of that, you had your new computer built. I, I did. We, uh, I went and spent a lot of money and built a new computer and made the the people at Biker Center go, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> See, when I built mine, I was like, oh, I'm 4k video editing. And they're like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. It helps out a lot with 4k. Right
1: he goes what are you doing I'm like i'm gonna i'm video editing and i'm playing video games i want to hit all my bases
0: like that's gonna do it i'll
1: definitely do it
0: oh yeah yeah you got a 24 core thread ripper yep 32 gigs of the fastest ram we could fit in there mm-hmm. that it wouldn't make a difference because they would have bottlenecked if you went any higher i guess yeah uh, uh rtx 2080 big big graphics card yep Except not as big as my graphics card. My graphics card is legitimately bigger than yours, but not quite as powerful. Right, yes. Yours has size, mine has power. I'm fine with size over power for the price I paid for it. Fair enough. And I got a bunch of games with it too. It was a pretty decent deal.
1: I didn't need any games to come with mine. Oh, Considering
0: I, it, the, the game that you know might come with it would have been Odyssey and I already have that on the Xbox. Yeah, I wanted to get a nice new flashy game to play on my nice new flashy system. <laughs> Makes sense. odyssey came with it and i'm like well i wanted to play that game anyway so that's perfect right so there we go i i plan on taking my old games and seeing how flashy i
1: can make them that's currently my my goal once this is done because yeah. i've already downloaded uh the starcraft games so i fully intend on taking them and pumping them up as high as i can and seeing
0: what Oh, All yeah, the you're... fun little physics things look like. and You'll probably still max it out even if you're going to have a Tyranid Swarm coming after you. Right. Might as well have a, have, make a nice large Zerg Swarm and, and send it out. All them Tyranids. Zergs. All them Tergaunts.
1: <laughs> Zerglings. And and, and hydralisks. But you will need more pylons. No, I need, uh, well, if I'm playing the, the Protoss.
0: Yeah. This is the truth.
1: Otherwise, I need more Overlords. Or uh, must construct...
0: Additional supply depots. Yeah, supply depots are fucking annoying. (laughs) Dude, they're great if you want to create like a barricade, though. Yeah, at least the fucking uh, pylons sound cool when they say it. True, yes. Or spawn more overlords. Just ominous, very
1: ominous. Although, I'm gonna say the the new. Have you played StarCraft two at all? I played the first
0: one of StarCraft. Okay, II. so
1: then you saw the uh, Wings of Liberty. The um the supply depots can actually shrink into the ground. Yeah, so you can create little barricades at all your doors mm-hmm. and then shrink them down to let people out. Fucking great. Because I, I hated trying to to get shit out of bases before. Make a maze. Yeah, it's what I'd have to do, and then you'd like find the one thing that couldn't
0: get through the maze, so you had to go through and destroy shit so they could get out. Pretty much the fucking tanks.
1: Yeah, that was usually the case. Siege tanks. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, I have none of my games are all that flashy, so we'll see what some of them look like. Um, probably t- try out um, the the Dot Hack GU remastered game that I got a while ago. I could see what that looks like maxed out again. That was never a a top notch game, so it's like from ps2 era and oh. so it's been remastered so it's not going to be that i was going to say that, that, that won't be that flashy <laughs> no that's what i'm saying i can i can see what it'll look like but it ain't going to be that flashy i have nothing that's going to be that flashy literally nothing on my my computer was ever that flashy uh, other than like going and downloading uh the additional like upgrade packs for like modding the graphics oh yeah on things nothing is going to be that that yeah. strong modding skyrim you can get some really sweet fucking
0: texture packs
1: yeah Honestly, there's a lot of cool ones for Minecraft, and then there's the the one that's for Final Fantasy VII that brings everything up to HD,
0: HD model um, appeal. I do remember that when that project was coming out. Did it actually finish? Oh, it fin- yeah, it finished okay. a while ago, I think. I didn't know that. Yep, as far as
1: I know, it finished a long time ago. Uh, then it just, it's just been kind of a- around, and now they're finally redoing the seven uh, for modern consoles or future consoles. Whatever it actually ends up coming out on. <laughs> Whenever. One day. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I bought all the parts. Sammy put together the computer. Thank you again. No problem. And uh, I fought with uh, getting the OS system on there yesterday. That was a, a fun time.
0: It usually is. It never wants to go on to write the first time because you got to delete a partition instead of formatting it, even though formatting it should delete everything on the drive. <laughs> and that formatting's available as an option yeah. on the fucking thing. Why can't right. you just put it all into one batch strip? Yeah, batch script of delete and then format. Yeah, because that's what it's doing anyway. Right.
1: So all I did was delete it, and then it became available. So I was able to make it. Yeah. Uh, I think when it was freezing, because my my TV would take too long to uh, switch over to the the visualizing the monitor section of it, like actually putting up the screen, displaying. Yeah, display. Thank you, displaying the screen. I think I wasn't getting to the the BIOS quick enough, so it actually ended up kicking over and trying to boot it just straight. And I think that's why it was freezing.
0: Okay. That if can, that makes sense. That can make sense because uh, I had to run Ubuntu on it because you didn't have Windows yet. So I wanted to make sure everything worked. You could display everything and whatnot. So I just threw uh, some flavors of Linux on it. And I, I originally tried to use Fedora, but it got... Uh, It got stuck after the uh, display um, adapter was trying to start up. So I think it was just having issues not having the drivers for a 2080 inside of it because Linux is notorious for... You need to play around with it sometimes to get the drivers working correctly, which is why Ubuntu was not showing in 4K or 1080p. It was showing in 6040 by 480 Oh, you should. even, um, Even Windows before
1: the nvidia driver was installed that one was absurd everything was so blown up and i was like trying to fix it trying to fix it i was like fuck this i gotta get the drivers so I just kept waiting for everything to, to download and update and then download and update i reshared my computer
0: like five times makes sense and it's what you need to do yeah it's, it's the way it's i mean that's how it goes yeah it
1: doesn't even matter even if you bought like a uh in-store computer you gotta do the same thing day one it doesn't make a difference oh yeah but I got it. It's done. It's working. It's uh, got most of the stuff on it that I need. I still got to put a new Adobe um, Premiere software, yeah, Premier, uh, software on there just so that way I can edit on the go from my laptop if I wanted to. But when I'm at home, I can do it on
0: the better, faster, more powerful <laughs> PC. Understandable. That makes sense. So you could actually do it in two areas. Right. That that actually makes sense. Yeah, I was thinking about it because you said I could just move it over and I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of, especially
1: when I was down in Florida, when I, I was messing with my GoPro, I was able to, uh, kind of edit, um, edit and, uh, export some videos while I was there and it, it made it useful and, and showed me that it might be a good idea just to keep it. Cause more than likely when I go somewhere, if I'm going to be there for a while, I'll take my laptop just so way I can do certain things or play some, some of the games that are on it. Wait, you won't take your desktop? I mean, maybe in the future. <laughs> Maybe we can just load it up. I'll get it you now, bubble wrapped in, and pack the clothes around it so that way it
0: doesn't, you know, move. It has a squishy surface. That's kind of what I used to do going to fucking land parties back in the day. <laughs> put it in my truck. I put the goddamn seatbelt on my computer. Oh god, I, that's when you could build a fucking high powered computer for fucking eight hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I used to do similar things with like the TVs when we would move the TVs around, getting them to someone's house to land party. That oh, was what you
0: had to do. Oh, the Halo 1 and Halo 2 days. Oh, the Battlefield days and everything else that we played on Real Tournament. So many good times in the Lunder basement. So the only, the only thing I've ever landed on my on any
1: PC was uh, was Starcraft and probably Starcraft Broodlord. Uh, just because it was the expansion. I don't remember which one we, were, me and Ray were playing. But Ray had moved. Ray had come home from like college or something. And so we were fucking around. He was like, I want to play. I'm like, all right, cool. We can play. So we set up a, a LAN in the house, just running the Ethernet ports through Why the not? through the vents and shit. <laughs> and we playing. I remember playing him, and it was it was definitely Brood Lord that we, or Brood War that we were playing. And I was playing Protoss, and Ray let me just have all the time in the world to build shit. Like it was his own fault. He, if he would have rushed me, I'd been fucked. You had a shit ton of cruisers. Well, so I had a shit ton of cruisers, but I also had Dark Archons, and in Starcraft Brood War. They could do mind control and take over the drones or SCVs. So I went into one of his bases, murdered everything, took control of a couple SCVs, and then built my own base in his base. So when he came back to try and reclaim it, there was already shit there. He goes, "That's fucking cheating." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's in the goddamn game." It's what it is. It I is no- what it is. I now have I now have uh, Terrans to fight you with. So
0: this is bullshit. You took on your own race of humans. <sighs> but yeah. Um, Just like the goddamn commies. Yep. But yeah, I mean, those are my landing things, I guess. I Fun times with computers. I did a local LAN with uh, two switches and Diablo yeah? last night sitting around a fire. That's nice. pretty sweet. Yeah. I uh, I have to say I like the local area play of the Diablo Switch version. It's pretty fucking sweet. i actually really liking Diablo Switch all overall after... Uh, Playing Diablo 3 the first week it came out, beating the game, getting hacked, losing all my shit, and saying, fuck this bullshit, I'm done. I'm very glad I picked it up again for the Switch with all the expansions. Been playing a Necromancer, and the Necromancer is really, really fun. I'm, of course, a summoner. Gotta be a summoner running around with golems, running around with skeletons, and then summoning the uh, dead bodies of my enemies to also fight with me. Uh, not that we're going there yet, but uh, in a little while, when we
1: get to the news corner... There's some uh, Diablo news there, so Uh, (laughs) that will be fun to talk about. Boo! Um, Diablo uh, 3, I've said it before, I I enjoyed playing on the Xbox One. Right now, I just don't think it's for me to pick up on the Switch, but I was watching you play it, and it looks just like I remember playing on the the Xbox, and so it it seems like a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I I haven't seen any particular negatives when I was watching you play.
0: Yeah, I haven't found any negatives. The only negatives that I've heard about is Alan pinged me today while we were working and he was like, I found one negative with the game. Can't tell people they're dumb when they're dumb.
1: So you can't go and voice chat on a Nintendo system. Yeah. Because voice chat is damn near impossible on a Nintendo system. So that's uh that's more, <laughs> more the Switch's problem than <laughs> in the game yeah
0: well no and it, it was just one of those sarcastic <laughs> bullshit things yeah, I, about know. Bull, and, I know but it was great because like when uh me him and uh, me him and evan were playing the other day and we were on a uh, discord chat and we were just running through riffs and running through dungeons and whatnot and i'm already level fucking 70 with my uh main season character nice. but that's not the character that i'm gonna play through the game with i think i'm gonna play through the game itself in an offline mode so like when i can play in the car and everything with a hardcore character so i can't die in the game and i want to I want to beat the game with a hardcore character, and that's going to be my offline mode challenge for myself. So I'm going to be playing all the riffs. I'm going to be playing through the games. I'm going to be playing all the fucking dungeons and all the enemies, but I want to beat the game with a hardcore character, and that's my motivation to play through the game and through the story again. Fair enough. And I think I'm going to pick a character I've never played before either. Probably uh, not the Templar, but whatever the equivalent of a paladin or a Templar is, a champion or something like that is what it's called. Yeah. So I'm going to pick him. Try that out. Huh. Well, good luck. Yeah, I'm going to need it. He, I, I'm sure he's not going to be the character that survives to the end. I'm sure there's going to be many characters, but that is my goal with that game. But if you want to move on to the news corner and talk about all the other Blizzard news. Sure. Yeah. this blistering November weather, we have a lot of blizzards coming through. Neat, 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 all e- right. E- e- e-
1: e- uh, well, I guess we'll start with the Blizzard stuff then. So, BlizzCon came out uh, was this past weekend, and uh, they released a bunch of information on some other games. So, you got uh, if you're ever interested in playing Destiny Two on PC, you can get it through BattleNet for free right now. It's not. I'm not going to, but uh, if you want to, feel free. It, so know, much hate. Yeah, yeah. I just have it's. Yeah, it's a personal thing at this point. <laughs> uh, on top of that, like it's just. It's just like any MMO where you have to. I don't have enough time to pour into the game exactly to be able to like maintain a useful play style in it.
0: Yeah, because I was thinking about getting mm. it, and then I'm like, who am I going to play it with? When am I going to play it?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I that's bought, why I'm probably not going to play it. Right. I mean, I bought Destiny One because I wanted to play it. Because uh, I, I liked, you know, the Halo games and Bungie was a part of them. I played through the game, you know, solo. I did all the missions and stuff. But as soon as you finish that, you're like, you can't do the raids by yourself unless you're like godly. And I'm not godly. And then I got really pissed at the fact that the the way that the, the DLC kind of unfolded for us Xbox players. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Like, I understood why they did what they did. But that was still fucking bullshit. And I was just done with it. Take it all on players. It was. Yeah, it was pretty much the it, they, they, they they gave Microsoft the finger at the way that they did it. But it really affected the players more than it did Microsoft.
0: Yeah. Uh, they gave you the old meat stick.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so you can get um, Destiny 2 for free right now if you'd like to. And then you just have to pay for the DLC if you want to be able to do a lot of the DLC stuff. They also announced, I believe it's um, coming this summer, so summer 2019. You can play World of War class classic if you ever if you never played the original World of Warcraft it'll uh, there'll be a server for it and you but you will be able to play if that's your thing again World warcraft was never my thing i kind of gave it a try once when with one of the free trials and then never really stuck
0: around yeah i I got to level 30 and blah
1: yeah i just again it's one of those things it's not my style but a a lot of people like it and and, you know if you like it of world of warcraft classics uh they speaking of world of warcraft though they are also well world of warcraft but this is a a uh, the predecessor to it which was warcraft 3 and they are remastering that and you you'll be able to get it on your pc as uh the you know warcraft 3 um remastered and the, the videos they showed it looks a lot better it's uh I would say the, the avatar styles are closer to uh, Hero of the Storms looks like as far as that model-y, cartoony looks and whatnot. Still looks really great, and I well, I never played any of the Warcraft games. I like their RTSs. I played a lot of StarCraft. We were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, so chances are I'm gonna pick up uh, pick up this Warcraft game because why not? Yeah, Warcraft 3 was
0: an RTS, and yeah. uh, what I'm excited about is seeing what the modders come up with for it, because what the modders came up with for it before is what turned Dota. into World of Warcraft, what turned into Dota. It was the basis for so many random games, because mm-hmm. they uh, took the sprites in it and gave you quests to do and made them level, and then that was, oh shit, all of a sudden we're playing a World of Warcraft-like game. Blizzard's like, oh, let's change that into something.
1: Right. I mean, again, to me, I think it looks really cool as far as the way the upgraded graphics look and i'm definitely interested in checking that out oh, the other announcements they you got the the new characters for hero of the storms and a new character for uh, overwatch those are the other two things and there was some hearthstone stuff but i don't play hearthstone enough to understand what the fuck they were talking about It was like a new mode expansion for the game so if you like it cool have fun and then they came out and they were like you guys like Diablo. We like Diablo. People on the Switch love Diablo. Have Diablo on your phone. Boo! And at one of their panels after that, one of the people came up and asked, um, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something along the lines of, so was this like an out-of-season April Fool's joke? <laughs> and then the person on the panel looks at him and goes, no. No. <laughs> So Diablo Immortals is coming to the coming to, you, to your phone, and you'll be able to play it. I don't know when. I didn't see a date on it. I didn't hear them announce a date, but it is coming. And and pr- prior to BlizzCon, there was they had put out like journals or whatever, and had said that uh, statements that had said that they were working on multiple Diablo projects. So this this isn't the only Diablo project. And from what some sources are saying diablo 4 was supposed to follow that up like it was supposed to be like here's diablo on your here's diablo immortals on your uh cell phones and by the way here's a teaser for diablo 4 we are working on it but then they pulled it last minute and that kind of left them a little flat <laughs> oh, a little
0: little flat deflated like a yeah. whoopee cushion you forgot to fill up it's almost like someone threw water on their hellfire they could have happened. I didn't read in too, too much into it, but my understanding is Diablo Immortals is a game from another company that was acquired by Blizzard that is kind of reskinned a little bit. Okay. As, as I know that they, they were working on it. Not sure the 100% validity on that, but right, that was I, my understanding, and for the reasoning of a lot of booing and such. It's developed in collaboration with a
1: chinese company NetEase, i think is how that's pronounced n-e-t-e-a-s-e i guess they do phone games and that's you know how they they kind of work together as far as it being a uh, a reskin of another game i don't know
0: yeah i'm not sure if like reskins too broad of a statement or not but that is what i've heard it is not what i've confirmed though yeah, and it's the, the Diablo Immortals
1: is supposed to take place between two and three and it's supposed to fill in like some of the questions and stuff. So it's supposed to be like a full-fledged Diablo game, although it might be a bit simplistic because you're playing on a phone, not, you know, a controller
0: or a mouse and keyboard. And hopefully you don't have to buy gems and shit like that, though I have no doubt. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a standard amount of microtransaction. Yeah. yeah, that's what mobile is for. Right, yeah. But yeah, they are... That
1: was all the BlizzCon um, information that I really saw when I, when I watched their video. I was kind of hoping for some StarCraft news, but nothing this year. No, probably not um, until after they finish up some of this Diablo hype. Probably. I just I wasn't expecting like a new game or anything. I just figured maybe there'd be some sort of an update. Then again, I think last year they did a pretty big update to the game. I think they, they may have even upgraded a little bit of the graphics, so... I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. But other than that, we tend, we tend to do this a lot where we record our podcast and then
0: they about three
1: days later, Nintendo does a, a Nintendo Direct for something. And in, uh, in this case, it was the Nintendo Direct for Smash Brothers. Yep. And this has happened to us like four or five times. I feel like we we, we picked a really poor date for our podcast because <laughs> we seem to miss everything by, by a day or two. It uh, so, is my life. <laughs> right. So they they kind of finished up the all the information for Smash Brothers for its actual release. The final two characters you're getting are Ken and Incineroar. Inc- <laughs> Incineroar uh, not being one of my favorite fire fighting Pokemon. Uh, is he firefighting
0: or is he fire dark? He's fighting he's something, I think. Isn't he? I think he's fighting. I don't know. Fighter. I never evolved my. Uh, I never re- evolved into him. Okay. Um,
1: Anyways, he, he's a wrestler and like his uh stance is like a bit of a wrestler Pokemon type thing. so in the game, he will actually do like these flares when he hit when he like does a move or something like that, which is interesting. you They did note that you can cancel that, so it's not like you hit you do a move and you leave yourself wide open for an attack. That's good to know. And then they they also like I said, they put Ken in there to so have Ryu and Ken I have know, no clue who Ken is. I just know Street he, Fighter. He married Barbie no wrong ken uh, uh this is ken from street fighter okay uh this is the blonde guy in the in the red for you know the the the, the
0: fighting all righty that guy i mean it's all like i can tell you is he's from he's from street fighter i know i i know <laughs> where he's from now not from barbie land no no not that one he's a barbie girl in a barbie world
1: are you made of plastic no is life fantastic
0: Mm, sometimes.
1: Okay. Uh they also announced that that there will be five additional characters post release. Um that's not including the uh the first one that'll be coming out, which is Piranha
0: Plant. Which will be pretty sweet. I uh, want to see how
1: it all works out. I uh, that's see that's the part that's where I'm cu- curious, is like how does that work on stage? <laughs> when he gets his final smash, he becomes uh Petey Piranha, which makes sense because then he has feet and he walks around and he's big you know baby with a the piranha head on him other than that i mean i can see a lot of his moves and how they would make sense but i just
0: visualizing him on field doesn't work so well for me well only about a month away yeah actually exactly a month away from today when we are recording yes
1: uh, and then they and that they they went through the spirits for the smash brothers game which are similar to the stickers. From, uh, from the Wii U and um, DS games that, that came out last. Except these ones have a bit more to them. You're able to uh, level them up and combine them. And so they're a bit more versatile compared to the way the stickers were. I don't and even know what that did. Exactly. They, were, they helped boost the characters. Uh, so you had a mode that kind of allowed those boosts into the regular Smash game. And then there was the uh smash game like that, that basically took those out that said no this is basic smash you know no no extra buffs
0: no no buffing no debuffing right
1: so i imagine that'll be the same thing in this and it's uh similar there's a weird mechanic where you have to shoot the uh, pokemon or my pokemon in this case i'm looking at video right now and it's pokemon it's a pikachu in a, it's this weird looking Pikachu in a shield and when you, when you shoot the spot that's open in the shield uh, you'll end up killing it and then you get the um, Mimikyu as your, your uh, spirit thing that you can attach. That'd be sweet. I want a Mimikyu. So there's basically stuff like that where it's something that's related to the spirit you're getting. So uh, like a, the Kitu or um, I don't know. Maybe like a Charmander or something. I have no Charmander! Clue. But the the spirits do kind of cover a large ground of like stuff from the various games. So yeah, like you have Dry Bowser, you have um, Silver, he's from the Sonic the Hedgehog series. You got that weird fucking mouse from uh, the U.S. Super or U.S. Super Mario Brothers two, and there's a ton more. Um, there's a Medusa head in this display image you got a medusa head you have the rhinoceros from uh the dk games there's a metroid a blooper bunch of pokemon there's a lot of them. there's a ton of things here there's uh zero up there so there's it, it definitely covers a large variety which kind of leads me to the next thing the story mode for this smash brothers game looks fucking awesome and it's really cool because it, it looks huge which is surprising because a lot of the, the story modes for smash games were relatively small. And this one looks just absolutely insane how big it is. And on top of that, the images that, that, that they put into that trailer have some really cool, like you jump into some of the games. It's like, Hey, this looks very much like, you know, red versus or red and blue on, you know, a game boy color or something like that. They, they have a lot of those different art styles in that campaign, it looks like, and it's really cool.
0: Which will be sweet to revisit and be nostalgic.
1: But yeah, I mean, that was really all that I saw from that Smash Direct.
0: Yeah, I didn't look into too much about it, because there's been so much information leaked about it that I feel like I'm not going to have any surprises for the game anymore, which kind of sucks, but it's what it is, so... At least I'll get a little bit more of the story, but I saw the epic like scene of all the hands coming from the sky, and yeah. the weird symbol in the sky. And then, oh, the, the um,
1: light thingy, and then all the hands turn into death beams. Yes.
0: Everyone is going to die unless we can fight. And brawl. Ultimate brawl. And the ultimate.
1: Did you have anything you wanted to add to News Corner?
0: Nothing else for me for the News Corner. Okay. Just that the orcs will walk. Like crazy. Okay. Well your orcs wog. I have a, a list of, of
1: kill team characters here for our, our eventual campaign that we keep the, talking about.
0: The orcs will chop heads off of. That's what you think. Oh, they will. We're gonna eat you whole. So who are these tyrannids? Alright. Well, we'll I
1: I will give you I will give you their species uh, and their their names that I'm giving them. If you are interested in their backstories, you tell me, and I will give you the backstory on those character on that character. Alrighty. So, uh, starting from the top here, we have my lictor, who uh, more than likely be my uh, my leader. Uh, his name is Devourer of Gods. How many gods has he eaten before? As a loyal servant of the hive, she has worked her way through the ranks, and she has slaughtered countless beings across the galaxy. But her most notable fight was raising a large Terran outpost where she gathered all the captured and destroyed every image of their gods to show them that nothing could save them, and they would be food for her and the rest of her tyrannids. And then she ate them. She did. They have a warrior, gunny, gun, a warrior gunner
0: whose name is Bony Long Eye. I was going to say, is his name Sergeant Gunny? No. No, his his he's bony long eye, bony long eye. He's got a long eye, not a long
1: bone. Well, he's a he's a gunner, so he is a a sniper. He is another one of those ones as a as a uh, a young Nid. He him and his squad were on patrol. They uh, they started being sniped at. He was the one who realized where the snipers were shooting from, and he went and murdered them. And then he was offered a a chance, uh, an opportunity, to use some uh, evolution chrysalis where he pushes limits of his sight to become the best marksman around.
0: Push it to the limit.
1: And here's a great one for you. This is a warrior. His name is Bone McCracken.
0: Bone McCracken? Yes. What's cracking, bones? That's
1: what he does. He bones
0: McCracken. And then there's uh, the next warrior is Gut Ripper. I, I have a feeling he rips into some guts. A little bit. Uh, maybe some tauntons. <clears throat>
1: Uh, he doesn't need to stay warm. For the night? He has not need to stay warm. Okay. It's a, you know, all those evolutionary adaptations, he can just be warm. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah, I assume that's how it works. <laughs> what if it doesn't? What if he just dies out there in the cold and you he, left him out there like some dog you didn't want to take care of, Tom? Then he is just a weak,
1: weak member of the hive mind and he doesn't deserve to be a part of the swarm. Oh, you're a Darwinist. Only, only the strong survive in the swarm, Sammy. You Darwinist. Much like this gene stealer whose name is Poison Claw. Does he put some poisons in his claw? Well, as, a, as a, in the hive, the nids with defects are always on the front line because they're the easiest to be killed. They're not going to do much. And Poison Claw here, he found his way way there after his hand had been smashed during a training session. Before heading out to battle, though, he where he figured he would surely die, he coated his his lamed hand in a, in a poison, and any fool who got close enough for a strike found out how deadly the lame gene stealer could be. How deadly his strong hand was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another gene stealer is a flesh ripper. I have a termagant whose name is Johnny Smith. Oh, Johnny. And as a description, I have Smith. Johnny Smith. Here comes Johnny. Uh, I have a termogant, another termagant who is devourer of life. And you another just term just like eating things. Yes. Well, that's what they do. Uh, I have another Termagon, which is pre- Premature Fire. Well, he came early. <laughs> exactly. That's his problem. He's always the first one to fire. It just happens every time. He's starting wars. <laughs> My last Termagon is Shooty McShooty Face in, in homage to uh, uh, Dwarvey face, or Shooty McShoot Face. Yeah. And then uh, we have
0: a Hormagon who is Bone Splitter. And another homogat who is fast claw. But why is he not Tyrodine McTyredy face. Maybe that's why. Yeah, that's exactly why. Maybe that's why. Okay, <laughs> that, that 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 makes sense. I couldn't do that. I yeah, can't think of that one. Shooting with shoot. shoot face. Who was the one before that? I had something to say for him too. That it was like shooting with shoot face. Uh oh! Premature fire. Premature fire. So. With him, are you going to shoot with him first every time? She's on the field. I feel like I will be obligated are you, to. Are you going to be obligated to? No matter how good another move is going to be, are you going to shoot with him first? That's it, what it was. It,
1: it may be. I may feel obligated to
0: do that. I, I feel like you need to. <laughs> no, I need to write up the names for my, my orcs. You others out there who have a kill team to build, might as well do that too. I'll try to get the... Uh, Documents written up for us to track our wins and losses mm-hmm. in, and go for it. Go for it, good. Go get them. Go get them for the greater good. For, for the swarm. The swarm. For the wog. And I don't know what the dark elves say to kill things and for control and for drugs and <laughs> for evil. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, for dominatrix. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they like dominatrixes, but. Yeah, so hopefully we get that started up soon. I hope so. I've had those on my phone for a while now. Yes. So now that, that is our Kickstarter into we need to get playing, even though I'll be out for like the next week. Yep. So there may or may not be a podcast next week, depending on if we get one scheduled before I disappear into the woods to try to build a shelter and eat a lot of good food. Well Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And with that, remember, go find us on YouTube geeks with issues g three three ks with issues or you could email us at gmail.com uh you can check us
1: out on facebook geeks with issues and is that it am i missing one and all
0: your favorite podcast oh, yeah. locations
1: <laughs> those ones that's right we have those podcasts the thing we're doing right now yeah the podcast uh yeah if you go to itunes leave us a rate leave us a comment you know help us help other people find us and uh Maybe I won't forget that we are doing
0: a podcast while we're doing a podcast. It's possible. We're not just talking. We're we're conversing to all of you out there that we don't know. So maybe we're crazy.
1: Yeah, we could. Well, I, I mean, I know for a fact we are, but I just didn't want to break that to you like this. Make us feel less crazy, though, by leaving us comments and talking to us. And with that, also, thank
0: you for 500 listens.
1: Yes, that was awesome.
0: I don't. Believe that you people like to listen to me that much, but I guess you do. Maybe you just play it over and over and over again in your head. But shit, I wouldn't do that.
1: I thought about making that that joke that I've just been playing our our podcast over and over again on my phone. That's why I don't have any. So any, you're that guy. I'm just I'm just trying to to build the the lessons by playing it
0: repeatedly. No, you're why we have eight listens every time it goes up. Yep,
1: <laughs> no. of
0: course. But no, I mean, while I do listen to our podcast, I am one of those.
1: Uh, weekly lessons. I, I technically listen while I had it. <laughs> you listen while you had it. I, I, I listen to the the final product while I'm at work. But uh, seriously, though, very much thank you for for listening to us and uh, if you've passed us along to other people doing that and
0: being a part of our crazy week. Thank you, thank you. I think I don't know. He's getting sentimental over I here. I'm he, he has a tear going down his face. It's going to run away just like this podcast is. It, it could have been because Bale putting his claws into his leg, but I'm not sure. We'll we'll say he was crying. I was crying for you guys, not because of that. What? what? In the butt.
1: And with that, we're out. <laughs> Bye.